0: Folks, I warn you that if you were bad, I would bring John Smirak on to
1: rebuke you. John Smirak, welcome. Thanks, Sarah. Given how many Americans voted, they deserve more of me, good and hard. Did you know that there are Americans that didn't
0: vote? Really? Yes, really? they claim to be Christians saved by faith, and they seem to think that that means that they don't need to vote, they're still going to heaven. Yeah. Right. Uh, I wonder if actually they don't have faith because their works uh, or their lack of works uh, seem to prove that their that their faith is a lot of talk. But that could just
1: be me. John, you know what, Eric? I'm willing. I'm willing to sell them indulgences to maybe ease their way along. Yeah. Or even yeah, rent them think, indulgences just yeah. to yeah. see how it goes. Yeah.
0: There you go. Look, uh, we um, we have to talk about the piece that you wrote behind you. People who watch this uh, on video can see behind you the image of a young Patty Hearst. The Symbionese Liberation Army uh, in the 70s, when we were kids, kidnapped her. She was an extremely wealthy heiress. And people who are younger wouldn't know this, but something happened. Her captors sort of brainwashed her into thinking The way they were thinking so that she sided with the people who tortured and raped uh, and kidnapped her. And it's called Stockholm Syndrome. And you've written a piece at Stream.org that deals with that. So go ahead and tell us about that piece.
1: Yeah. Patty Hearst was grabbed by a bunch of San Francisco radicals of the kind that formed Kamala Harris. Uh, Willie Brown was the political mentor of Ka- Kamala Harris. He was also the political mentor of Harvey Milk, the gay activist, and the Reverend Jim Jones, the left wing cult leader who uh, started that compound in Guyana and got everyone to, t- to-, to take cyanide uh, and drink in the Kool-Aid. Uh, this this ferment, this world of crazed radicalism is what gave birth to the woke movement, which currently dominates the entire Democratic Party and is being posed on the United States. My the thesis of my column at string which is the, the title, which is America is Patty Hurst and the midterms were decided by Stockholm syndrome. Now, Patty Hurst, was a beautiful, smart, intelligent, kind woman who was kidnapped by what styled itself as a left-wing revolutionary army. It was simply a natural progression of the crazy anti-war movement of the Weather Underground, and all these leftist groups that were linked to Barack Obama. Barack Obama's autobiographies were ghostwritten in part by Bill Ayers of the Weather Underground. The connections here are direct. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is simply documentary evidence of the real connections of these extreme leftist radicals. Barack Obama and the Democratic Party are much more tied to leftist terrorism than anyone in the Republican Party is remotely linked to anyone on the far right. The far right is genuinely the racist right. It's out in exile. Nobody has anything to do with it. It's completely radioactive. Nobody's secretly messaging Richard Spencer or David Duke for instructions. Um, nobody's no David Duke did not ghostwrite. Donald Trump's book, the way Bill Ayers ghost wrote Barack Obama's book. The left is on good terms with its crazy radicals, as we saw during the George Floyd riots. Antifa, the left wing revolutionary armed movement, their brown shirts, they were out in the streets beating people up, shooting them, threatening their lives, burning down neighborhoods. And what did the left do? It had the police let them do it. And all they used the police for was to arrest people like Kyle Rittenhouse and Jake Gardner, who defended themselves against the Antifa radicals and the common street thugs and welfare parasites and looters who were stealing stuff out of store windows, destroying black and Hispanic neighborhoods, devastating the attempts of people in minority communities to have businesses, to lead decent lives. So. America was kidnapped the way Patty Hearst was. And the kidnapping really started when the Chinese bioweapon came to America when COVID hit America and our elites decided to weaponize the panic over that. I don't know if you remember, but I remember being told that the virus could linger in the air for up to 24 hours so that you couldn't go out anywhere because like the Black Plague, the, 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 this new and mysterious virus was hanging in the air and nothing you could do protect, could protect you. I remember being actually scared um, when they first closed our churches. I guess I, I thought, I guess that's prudent because a lot of our priests are over 70. We don't want them all dying. We as more information filtered in, despite not because of despite our elite's who were hiding the truth. Were are lying about the origins of the virus. we lying about what could treat it. We're suppressing information about hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. Uh, we're suspending and persecuting doctors like Peter McCullough, who are actually treating people. Our elites, what were they doing? They were dumping virus patients in nursing homes, killing thousands of elderly Americans of Korean War veterans and great grandmothers. Why, why? to spike the death numbers so that they could declare states of emergency. I mean,
0: John, excuse me, uh, ladies and gentlemen, what John is saying is true, number one. Number two, it's almost unbelievable, which is why so many people don't believe it, because it's too painful. And I I was one of those. It took me a long time really to face up to the fact that these nightmares were happening and happened. Um, and then thirdly, people to this day on Fox News, on all kinds of other outlets, they don't talk about this. Once in a while, uh, a sentence might leak out. But the fact of the matter is, this is one of the most astonishing narratives in history, that in a country like ours, these things happened. And it was squelched by the, by the media, by the, uh, by the elites uh, in government And all across the board, one of the most horrible things ever to happen, it's one thing when a bad thing happens. But when the elites then tell you it didn't happen, you can't talk about it. If you think it happened, we've got to reckon with this. And that's part of what we're doing just by talking about it right now. But, John,
1: there's so much more. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, that's okay. Basically, if you remember what happened at Chernobyl, There was a nuclear disaster. The Soviets covered it up rather than protect people. Many, many thousands of people died unnecessarily because the government didn't want to admit its policies had been wrong. That's a huge country engaged in a massive cover up that results in mass death. It's exactly what happened here. Andrew Cuomo in New York and Gretchen Whitmer, Gavin Newsom, basically all the governors of blue states, including Pennsylvania. We're dumping COVID patients in nursing homes. That is li- literally like dumping plague in the water. That is like typhoid Mary making pies for, for groups of school children. Why did they do this? They claimed they needed hospital beds. There were thousands of empty hospital beds in New York on the USS Comfort at the Jacob Javits Center at the Samaritan's Purse Hospital set up by Franklin Graham in, in Central Park. There were empty hospital beds, Andrew Cuomo dumping, taking virus patients out of hospitals and dumping them in nursing homes with the most vulnerable population. The one group of people guaranteed to die if they caught COVID. Thousands of them died. They were not allowed visits by clergy, no priests. They were not allowed goodbye visits from their family. And then they were not allowed religious burial. They were incinerated as bio waste the same way animals from kill shelters are incinerated. That in I had not heard. Bags. That last horrible detail. Mass graves without names incinerated in biohazard bags, just like aborted babies. Well, that's the Democrats. If you vote for the Democrats, that's what you voted for. If you didn't vote, that's what you passively allowed. I have no more no more patience for. Well, our Democrat friends our fellow citizens. No, they're not. They are allies of the terrorists who inflicted this on us. And there's much, much more to say. But I suspect we're coming up on a break pretty soon, right? Uh, Well, we've got another minute. Got another minute. Okay, good. Well, again, America was subjected to this terrorist government, this mass psychological psyop operation that that was based on panic. of social control and liquidating any any areas of resistance our churches were closed as inessential you know what stayed open casinos abortion clinics and bars they stayed open our churches closed our schools closed small businesses were targeted to be closed But big box stores kept running. Amazon kept running. It was a massive wealth transfer from small businesses to big corporations, which just happened to be woke and allied with Black Lives Matter and Antifa. But that's just a coincidence, right? Uh,
0: When we come back, we're going to relate all this uh, to the election. Uh, There's so much to say, but that really uh, is the foundation uh, to understand where we are in the nation right now. We'll be right back with John Merrick. Folks, please go to ericmetaxas.com and sign up for the weekly newsletter. Please do that if you haven't. Thank you. Hey, folks. Talking to John Smirak. John, what happened in this election? What do you think that happened? I've got to say beforehand, the one, the only thing you don't write about in your piece is that there is still massive fraud. I, I got the impression from a number of people that I spoke with that that the Democrats, who are they're the party of of corruption and fraud and stealing. Sorry to say, but it's it's now clearly true. They work that all day long that they have been doing any, they just want to win. So that's part of it that you cannot, you can't discount that. You can't just say we didn't do enough. We have to understand what it is that they do. And part of what's good news to me is that we do live to fight another day by taking the gavel uh, away from Nancy Pelosi. Um, We are going to be able to launch investigations. We're going to be able to do a number of things because we've only begun to fight if we do not restore our elections the, there is no way uh, to win. So that's part of what happened on Tuesday.
1: Well, I agree. And and I, I do mention in, in the column that, of course, there's voter fraud. but That's baked into the cake. When you're running against the Democrats, it's always your job to win by five or six points in reality so that they can't steal it. Because if it's ever close, the Democrats will steal it, especially now. In 2016, they announced that Donald Trump was a was the was a Nazi, that a Nazi regime had taken power illegitimately. And they were the resistance. If you're the resistance, anything is legit. Right. You know, if, if you're fighting the Nazis, you're not going to worry about stealing an election. Um, if I were actually fighting Nazis, I wouldn't worry about stealing an election by telling the American elites and, and they're the ver- the parts of the public that are gullible enough to listen, to believe what they hear on network news and Yahoo uh, and MSNBC, by telling them that they were fighting the Nazis, they were, they were sending a signal. All rules are suspended. Journalists can lie. And look what they did to our friend Mark Judge. He's got a new book, The Devil's Triangle. Everyone needs to read it. It's about he- how Mark Judge was chosen as a sacrificial scapegoat to be destroyed to try to keep Brett Kavanaugh off the court in order to keep abortion on demand legal up through birth. Do and we that know is when that book point. comes out? I forgot. It, it's coming out at Christmas. OK, we'll have
0: him on uh, yeah. to talk all about it. I read the book. It is tremendous. It is tremendous. Uh, we'll ha- we'll have him on. But, you yeah. know, uh, another thing, uh, John, that you were talking about earlier is that just, we just have to repeat this so people understand. Part of the reason so many people died under COVID is because we were not able to get ivermectin. Doctors were not able to prescribe ivermectin, hydrochloric. In other words, things that worked, they said, no, 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 you can't do that. They demonized people who took
1: those drugs and people died to get as it, a result. I had to get ivermectin from a feed store. My bottle of it has a cow on it. OK, I got it from a feed store because they were they had they couldn't cut it off for a- agricultural supply. So my doctor prescribed it, but nobody imagine this. Your pharmacy won't give you the prescription your doctor, your doctor. Right.
0: Write you. right.
1: What is that about? I, what I, is I, the level of tyranny was that? Now, all of this happened to the American voters and their churches were telling them obey my church. Catholic Church was saying what they started off saying vaccines made from aborted babies would be immoral that they said that to Donald Trump. When Joe Biden got in power, same vaccines were mandatory. Bishops were telling priests they couldn't write letters for, for conscientious exemption. The pope issued a medal of a little kid getting a vaccine made from aborted babies. That is a Vatican coin. Okay. Our church leaders, they, they eagerly closed. Oh, we don't have to have services. We'll go on Zoom. We'll take PPP loans from the government instead of having collections on Sunday. Basically, any church that did that became a government agency, became as compliant and obedient as the German churches were in the 1930s, as you write about in your book, Letter to the American Church. We all developed a church tax. We all, all our churches became government agencies to the degree to which they let the government close them down and they made themselves dependent on government money. No wonder they didn't push back. So that's what a totalitarian regime does. It liquidates centers of resistance. It co-ops, corrupts and takes over otherwise independent parts of civil society. And it makes them subject to central authority of the terrorists and conspirators who are in power. It censors the media the way YouTube was suddenly censored by the World Health Organization.
0: You know, I, I I had some kind of innate sense that things wouldn't go so well in the midterms only because it doesn't seem that Americans have suffered enough to wake them up enough to fight. In other words, there's still people that don't they kind of think, oh, this is this temporary little thing and everything's fine. They still don't understand that uh, we have tremendous work to do. We've got to fight. Uh, We've got to launch investigations. We have to bring to light everything you've just said. People died. There was a level of corruption and evil. It needs to be exposed. And there are some people that would love to just move on Uh, There are really despicable um, establishment Republicans like uh, Karl Rove and Mitch McConnell and uh, Kevin McCarthy that they are not of the metal that's necessary for where we are. We need a wartime consigliere. uh, And we got Tom Hayden. I'm sorry. We need a wartime consigliere. We need people understanding that 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 justice needs to be served. People literally
1: died. Uh, People's votes were thrown in the garbage. People's businesses were destroyed. They were they were first devastated by COVID, then looted by George Floyd rioters. If they fought back, they went to prison like Jake Gardner. And 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 as they tried to do with Kyle Rittenhouse, they were we were persecuted by a totalitarian government. And there needs to be a reckoning. And that reckoning Uh needs to be a lot like the the trial and execution of Nicolae Ceaușescu. We're going to come back to Ceaușescu.
0: When we return with John Smirik, don't go away. Uh, folks, welcome back. We're talking to John Zmirek. John, tell uh, our audience about Nikolai Ceausescu, who was the evil, brutal dictator in communist Romania until uh, the people overthrew him. Talk about that because
1: you refer to it in your column what needed to happen at the midterms was something like the 1991 overthrow of nikolai Ceaușescu. this the midterms were our first att- our first chance since the theft of the 2020 election since the covid nightmare since all the lies have begun to be exposed this was our first chance at a reckoning with the tyrants who locked us in our homes tried to kick us out of our jobs, closed our churches, locked our kids in the house, stole our votes, censored our speech, tried to take our guns. Everything, every earmark of a totalitarian takeover, Much of the, many of the same things the Nazis did in 1933 were done to us here in America. And we had a chance in this midterm election to say something about it, to push back. And some of us did, and there were a lot of good wins. Paul Gozer was reelected, massive majority. Lauren uh, Lauren Boebert is still on the knife edge. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene won by a huge margin. So did Matt Gates. Al- almost all the good people who were already in Congress stayed there. We're praying that people like Carrie Lake and Lauren Boebert and Blake Masters, who are on the knife edge, that they win, that, that, that the attempt to steal those elections is exposed and stopped, that, that, that we get some new good MAGA leaders who are not in the mold of Lindsey Graham and, and Kevin McCarthy, basically elitists who didn't feel the pain. They didn't notice. COVID didn't hurt them. Their businesses didn't suffer. They they actually weren't locked in their homes. They were cosseted. They were protected in a thick layer of money. Are the elites in the Republican Party hate their base? The elites in the Democratic Party are just afraid of their base, that they're scared. They don't go to the black neighborhoods and the Hispanic neighborhoods where they count on the voters. They don't go to those neighborhoods, except with armed security details. They don't hate them. They just don't have anything to do with them. And we saw at Martha's Vineyard what. A sanctuary city of liberal elitist does when actual Latin Americans show up, they call in the National Guard to have them removed within 12 hours. That's how the left deals with its base. The the Republicans deal with their base as if we were slow witted children who could be who be, could be lettering? around. come on come on you want a slim jim you want a slim jim get back in the dog crate get back in the dog crate you get a slim jim oh god that is the attitude i mean it's not we're like dogs they don't even like we're like the the beagles being tortured in anthony fauci's labs we we need first a coup within the republican party um if the if god willing we take the senate we need to kick Speaker McConnell out of office. If we do indeed take the House, McCarthy needs not to be the Speaker. He needs to have rebellious MAGA Republicans holding hearings. What we need to do with our power, we're not going to wipe a few eyes and dry a few noses and try to get the price of gas down by five cents. No, we're going to expose what the tyrants did to us this may be our last chance to bring these truths to drag these truths screaming into the light to force anthony fauci to admit that gain-of-function research produced the chinese bioweapon in part with american money we need to force andrew cuomo to testify in daylight under oath why he dumped virus patients among old people to, and killed off thousands of them. We need to do the same thing with Gretchen Whitmer. We need to find out how implicated she was in the FBI sting operation that made up a fake kidnapping attempt against her. We need to drag this stuff out into the light. The Democrats had enormous show trials over the nothing burger that was January 6th. We have a real set of war crimes. We need Nuremberg style trials of these traitors and criminals and tyrants who ought to be rotting in prison for the rest of their lives. I'm not sure we can do that, but we can at least expose them and disgrace them and sue them into bankruptcy. They so richly deserve. Well, John, again, part of the
0: struggle here, and this is why I understand there may maybe there are people listening that they're they're just uh there's cognitive dissonance. They're thinking, "What? Well, he can't be right. Folks, this is the horror is that everything that John is saying is correct. But we have so many layers of gaslighting and lying and covering up that it's hard to find this information. You could watch Fox News all day. You'll never hear most of what John
1: just said. So, no, you, gotten to Steve, you need to be watching Steve Bannon instead on Real America's Voice. His war room every day exposes these facts. And in many cases, it's the only place you'll see it. The technical quality is sometimes really glitchy and, and kind of funny, which is sad because this is Samizdat. This is people retyping Solzhenitsyn's books. And, and there are cute typos. You know, there are typos because the people illegally retyping the Gulag Archipelago in fear of the KGB, they made a, they made a typo. That is the source of real information. That is the BBC broadcasting into right. Nazi-occupied France. That's it, that, No, that's exactly right. Um,
0: I, I just feel like the real issue here, in other words, in this battle, in this war, uh, is the media and is information. In other words, it's one thing to be right. It's another thing to be able to persuade enough people that you're right so that somebody takes action. And we are uh, lonely voices, let's be honest. And we do our best. We trust God. I have to say folks that without God, none of this is possible. Uh, th- this is not naturally possible, uh, to, to, do this, but we believe that God cares about what is right and true. His hand is still on this nation. His hand is, uh, uh, is still it is his will, uh, to expose the corruption, uh, and for us to, to clean the Augian stables or drain the swamp or pick whatever uh, metaphor or image you like. But if we do not expose the corruption, if we do not expose the crimes and the malfeasance and deal with it as a people, uh, we cannot move on. We can't govern ourselves unless we're honest about what has been done, about what the elites have done. Um, I want to be, I want to be very clear that uh, the, We're not just uh, throwing out some ideas. Uh, There's a lot of information that backs this up, but it's hard to find. And so we need to steel ourselves and need to continue speaking the truth, trusting that God uh, will will help us to see the right and to see the truth and to expose the lies. We'll be right back with John's Mirak. Folks, I want to remind you, Socrates in the City, December 6th here in New York with Oz Guinness. Go to Socratesinthecity.com. John Zmirak, um, we, uh, we've got a lot more to talk about. Uh, we've just got a couple of minutes now. We'll keep you over for tomorrow's show. Uh, but let's just finish um, where we are. What happened in the election this week, it is hard to process because you're right. It, it doesn't seem conceivable that people would not have massively repudiated uh, the nightmare to which
1: they have been subjected. Yeah. I expected um, so- people with sledgehammers tearing down the Berlin Wall, uh, putting people like the Ceausescus of our society up against the wall and shooting them. But again, that wasn't realistic, and that's why I talk about Patty Hearst. When Patty Hearst, rape victim, kidnapping, torture, and starvation victim when she was captured by police, having been so broken that she became part of the criminal gang that kidnapped her and she engaged in bank robberies. And we have video of her robbing banks with them. For three long weeks, she kept repeating the stale Marxist slogans that had been drummed into her head when she was locked in a closet and starved. It took weeks of being in a police station with psychiatrists and lawyers for her real self to come back. She she dropped, her IQ dropped by 30 points and it took a while for it to come back. Her memoir, Every Secret Thing, is the next book I'm going to read. Every Secret Thing by Patty Hearst tells the story of what it's like to be kidnapped by terrorists, extremists, and brainwashed and raped and starved That's what happened to every American during the COVID panic, during the George Floyd riots, during the election theft and the takeover of our media. Every American is now in the position of Patty Hearst in that police station. Your IQ has been artificially suppressed. Your mind has been drilled with nonsense, with the threat of force. You're confused. You've been forced to identify with your tormentor. You've, you've, you've learned to repeat the filthy lies of your tormentor because the alternative was getting a, a a rifle butt in the face or getting raped in the closet again. That's where Americans are. And it's going to take a while for us, as it took Patty Hearst to get over the Stockholm syndrome. But we need to recognize and blame the terrorists who did this to us.
0: I want to say uh, um, just uh, as we go out here, folks, there is reason to hope uh, we we have many uh, leaders who were elected or many that are in power. John mentioned some of them that are heroes that are not uh, cowering and that are speaking the truth, despite tremendous uh, opposition. Uh, Lauren Boebert, Marjorie uh, Taylor Greene, uh, Carrie Lake. Uh, of course, now we have Sarah Huckabee Sanders in the governor's uh, uh ship uh in arkansas a lot of uh bright lights and points of hope uh, but we we've only really uh begun to fight that's we have to be very clear about this and it's kind of funny because in my book letter to the american church i was thinking really like most of the church did not get this they still don't get this that we are obliged by god it is our duty to speak the truth, to stand up against this tyranny, if you think that's a separate thing, your faith doesn't come into that, you have really bad theology uh, and it's affecting your life and it's affecting the lives of your fellow Americans. This is not optional. This is not extra credit Christianity. If you believe in the God of the Bible, you have to care about corruption. You have to care about people dying because of authoritarian regimes. You have to care about those things. Um, John, we're out of time for today. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you've got to go to stream.org. You've got to find John's articles. You've got to share them on social media. They're on, you can follow me on Twitter and just retweet them. Uh, d- follow me uh, on any social platform, Truth Social, whatever, Gab, Parlor, Facebook. But share these things because we've got to get the word out. John, uh, stick around. We want to talk to you more. But thank you so much for this day. Thank you.